In the name of Jesus, amen. Today is Maundy Thursday, the first day of what's called the, the Paschal or Easter Tritium. Now, tritium means three days, so the tritium is the three days that begin, began with sunset today, and then end with sunset on Easter. The holiest three days of the year, the tritium. The Maundy of Maundy Thursday, you may know this, uh, that comes from the Latin mandatum and refers to Jesus' mandate or command to love one another as I have loved you, spoken this night. Then also to the other mandate to do this, this being the Lord's Supper in remembrance of me. A couple of mandates on Maundy Thursday. I'm not sure what, what other churches do, but in all those I've been a part of, the emphasis for the first day of Tritium for Maundy Thursday has always fallen on that second part, with a reading about Jesus' Last Supper from Matthew, Mark, or Luke, and then a celebration of the Lord's Supper, a holy communion that somehow seems a little more special than other times. March 31st, 1988 was the first Maundy Thursday for me that I could come up front for more than a blessing, and I'm pretty sure I got 32 Maundy Thursday Lord's Suppers in a row which, of course, I don't bring up to brag. Some of you have had a better run, and if I'm honest, I'm sure for a good number of those 32 Maundy Thursdays, I only showed up because I didn't really have a say in the matter. Now I bring it up because the streak stops tonight. For all of us, God willing, I'll start again next year, and then April 3rd, 2053, get to 33 in a row, and by God's grace, not miss another until white robed I take a seat with you and Jesus and too many others to count at the greater table. But not tonight. No Lord's Supper. And that is sad and out of the ordinary. And I say that really just to acknowledge that sadness. Along with the rest of the sadnesses and out of the ordinariness is going on these days. There's sadness, too, in the story we read, Matthew's version this year, the telling of what went on around the table in the upper room. And it's not completely unrelated to our sadness. It's a sadness over what is not there. Instead of the pure joy that should be there, that should mark a Passover meal amongst Jesus and his best friends, a meal recalling God's great deliverance of his people Israel. Instead of that pure joy, how about Jesus' first words? What a somber note they strike. And as they were eating, Jesus said, truly I say to you, one of you will betray me. That's Jesus' first recorded words at the supper. One of you will betray me. One of his companions, one of those with whom he eats bread, with whom he had eaten bread and drunk wine and multiplied loaves and changed water to wine and healed the sick and raised the dead, one of them will betray him. And then I don't know if we're to commend their honesty or lament it. They all say, is it I, Lord? All of them. Not a single one says, no, not me. I could never do that. 
Jesus surrounded by those who love him most, but evidently not so much, none of them, that they can't see themselves betraying him. Pretty sad. If unsullied joy was a thing not there, but should have been there, something there we might think should not have been was the thing named Judas. I say a thing because we might just as soon think of him as less than human, the son of perdition, better if he'd not been born and all that. But not so quick. Everything that is there and is not there is there and not there for a reason. And Judas is there. In fact, Judas is more there in Matthew's telling of the Maundy Thursday story than in any of the others. Mark and Luke and then Paul and 1 Corinthians in his own way also give a record of these events. And they're all pretty much the same. It's a Passover meal, discussion about a betrayer, bread, wine, this is my body, this is my blood. But in each of those tellings, there's little differences of emphasis and wording. And one of the things about Matthew's telling is that he's the only one who has Judas actually speak. Verse 25, Judas, who would betray him, answered, is it I? Rabbi, Jesus said to him, you have said so. Only Matthew records that little conversation. And then this, this unique to Matthew also. And Jesus took a cup and when he had given thanks, he gave it to him, gave it to them saying, drink of it all of you. Only Matthew puts that all in there. Drink of it all of you. No one left out all. And you know what? You you know whom Jesus was looking, to whom Jesus was looking when he said all? Judas? (laughs) No, no, I don't really know that for sure. But that's the way I see it in my mind's eye. That's the way I put together the fact that only Matthew makes Judas so present at the table and only Matthew remembers the all Jesus spoke. You see, it's something like this. Jesus first says, take, eat, this is my body. And there's Judas kind of wriggling, squirming there, thinking, well, Jesus can't can't possibly mean me. And then the cup, drink of it. Pause. He looks directly at Judas. All of you. As if reading Judas' mind, reading his heart. Yes, for you too, Judas. For all. This is my blood poured out for the forgiveness of sins. Yours too, the one you've already done and will do. I'm not usually one for those uh, uh, church signs, the changeable church signs. We have a beautiful church sign, which Santa says the the same thing every week. Uh, I'm not one for those uh, changeable church signs. Uh, Maybe part of it's because usually they're a little bit hokey. Um, But maybe more uh, because if we had one, I'd be the one who had to come up with uh, funny slash serious slash provocative uh, slash not too offensive sayings every single week. And and I'd rather not do that. But every once in a while, you come across one of those that sticks from the sayings. One that stuck with me was this. The top line said, all your sins are forgiven, dot, dot, dot. 
and then below it, like in the bottom of the sign, dot, 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 yes, even that one. (laughs) You see that sign? It's a mind reader, a heart reader. I read the top line. Yeah, I'm forgiven, but hey, a stupid sign doesn't know me, doesn't know my heart, and and certainly does not know my history and my betrayals. Maybe a lot's forgiven, maybe even most, but but certainly not that <laughs> sin. The, the the one that caused too much hurt and that can't be undone. The sin I'm thinking of and can't seem to stop thinking of, and then I read the second line. Dot 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 Yes, even that one. That's how that all works. The all that only Matthew remembered to include. The all of drink of it, all of you. At least that's how it works on me. It says, don't you dare think this is not for you. It's for all of it. I said Jesus looked at Judas when he said that all, but maybe he glanced over at Matthew too, and maybe that's why Matthew remembered it. For Matthew was there. Of the four tellers of what happened in the upper room, only Matthew was present. Matthew, the former tax collector, who himself had been a betrayer of his own people, so to say. So maybe Jesus glanced his his way too, and that's why Matthew remembers so well that beautiful word, all. You too. So Judas at Matthew, heck, maybe Jesus looked separately at all 12, all, all, all 12 times around the table. Or maybe he didn't look at anyone, who knows? The point, the point is whenever you come to his table, have no doubt exactly who he is looking at. He's looking right at you, all, even for you. None excluded, not Judas, not you, forgiveness for all, dot, 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 even for that one. (laughs) Whenever you come, which hopefully will not be too long. uh, Alas, we don't come this night. Which is that. (laughs) But as their appetites grow, we pray that we'll soon be able to come to hear that all. To hear Jesus gather all of us to his table. When you do come, listen for it. Come to hear and to eat and to drink his body and blood for forgiveness, life, and salvation. But tonight we only hear. We only hear, but that is enough. It's a little sad, but it's enough for now. Oh, would that Judas, would that Judas could have simply heard that. Simply heard that, you know, the saddest verse in all of the Bible after Judas recognized what he's done. He goes to the chief priest and he says, I have sinned. I have sinned uh, against innocent blood. You know what the chief priests and the elders say? They say, what do we care? Deal with it yourself. Would that Judas had come to Jesus instead? Then he would have heard what you hear. What you hear when you come to him with your betrayals and treacheries, betrayals and treacheries, and since we all have so much of that, it's the only way anyone ever comes. What you hear right now, I care, he says. I have dealt with it, he says. For all of you, 
Yes, even you. All your sins forgiven. On Monday, Thursday, on every day, even that one. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.